Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome to the latest with Lindsay Ray. I cannot explain to you how excited I am to be sitting here talking to you guys once again. I just want to apologize that I have not posted a podcast episode in a couple of weeks. I think it's been over a month. Oh my gosh. I am so sorry. Obviously, a lot has gone on, and I just want to first talk to you guys about the Black Lives Matter movement and tell you that I will have information and resources in the description down below, ways that you can help and be a part of the movement and do your part to be making a change. And of course, this is a constant effort, you guys. Although, I think it was two weeks ago now that people were posting those black squares on their Instagram and... Some people have posted those and haven't said anything since. This is still a thing that is going on, you guys, and we still need your voices and we still need to be standing up and still be need to talk about this, standing together and working to make this change. It's not going to be overnight. It's not going to be in a couple of days or a week or two. This is going to have to be an everyday constant effort because this can't go on any longer. I know that I don't want my kids to be having to fight for just fight for human rights and fight to try to prove to someone that, you know, this race matters as much as this other one. That shouldn't even be a question. I don't want my kids' generation to be questioning why someone sees someone else as less just because of their skin color. It is wrong that it is even happening still today. It's wrong that it ever happened in the first place. And like I said, the only way a change is going to be made is if we are putting in constant effort. As I said before, I'm going to be leaving a bunch of resources and information in the description box for you guys. I think I know how to do that. I believe I know. And you might have to copy and paste a couple of the links, but they'll be down there. So I just wanted to say that before anything in today's episode, but of course we have to catch up on what we have missed in the past weeks, you guys. It's been a long time. So what is the latest? What do we need to catch up on? Okay, I am currently sitting on the ground in my bedroom. It's like middle of the day. I got a blanket on and I am just like trying to get comfy. I'm forcing myself to record this episode right now, although there might be background noise. We are currently remodeling our kitchen and you guys might be asking, Lindsay, haven't you been remodeling your kitchen for a while? Like I remember you saying in a vlog that you are remodeling your kitchen like months ago. Guys, I know. It's been a while. I am over it. I just want this kitchen to be done. I just want my house back to normal. And I'm forcing myself to record this podcast, although there might be background noise, because I'm over it. And I just want to record a podcast so bad. So here it is. I apologize for all the rest that's going to happen, but I was finishing school. So I took all of my finals. That was done. And then right after I had my finals, I was preparing for Ethan's birthday. We had Ethan's birthday. And then two weeks later, it was my birthday. And a couple days before my birthday is when the tragedy with George Floyd happened. And ever since there, ever since then, I have just been in this weird space with posting and with recording and everything. It just felt weird to go back to semi-normal posting and talking about other things. I've been having this podcast episode like ready for a while, but it just didn't feel like the right time. So that kind of leads, leads me until now, today. I am 
sitting on the floor in my bedroom with a blanket on. I got my matcha in hand. I got my iPad here with all of my little notes. And I just cannot explain to you how excited I am just to be sitting here and talking to you. Like, this is amazing. Today's episode is all about friendships, true friendships, finding yourself, and self-love. So all of these things kind of tie in together. And like I said, I've been wanting to record this for a while. I've had it ready for a while because this is just a huge thing in my life. I, my last episode, I did my health journey and that was a huge thing in my life as well. But I feel like this has been something that I have been struggling with for as long as I can remember and before my health journey as well. This has kind of been a problem, not problem, but like this has just been something huge going on in my life since like grade school. I feel like I've never had the best track record with friends. Like for as long as I can remember going back to like middle school, I never felt like I really fit in anywhere or I was always trying to prove my loyalty or like prove that I can fit in places. But I felt like I was always that friend that was left out. Like, there were times in 7th and 8th grade where I would go and sit down at the table where my quote-unquote friends were sitting at, and I would sit down and they would all get up and go and sit at the next table. That would happen on more than one occasion. I was just trying so hard to be their friends, but it would always end up like I would go home and I would be getting all these mean messages. Like I think it was on Facebook Messenger like or on Facebook, the chat, chatting, whatever it was back then. And I would be getting these mean messages from like, especially the main, you know, the main girl in the friend group. It would like switch off who was the person being a bully, who was the person that was going to be left out. I don't know what kind of sick game this was with like the main girl. I wanted to prove my loyalty so bad that I'm like, I'm, I'm just like you. Like, I am your friend. I am loyal to you. Like, please don't make me that person. But of course, I was that person. I remember on another occasion where all the people in that group were hanging out. I went to a very small school. So in our class, it was like 30 people. So there wasn't really like, it wasn't really a lot of options. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was felt like I was just like kind of stuck with the friend group that I had. They were hanging out one day with like I think the some of the boys in the class too. And I think they like went to the park or something. But they had called me and basically when I was in seventh and eighth grade, I didn't wash my hair every day. I still don't. I still don't think you should wash your hair every day. If you do, like go right ahead. I'm not telling you that you can't. But for me personally, my hair is a lot healthier when I wash it like every two days or so. The natural oils, girl, they're good for you. They're good for your hair. Sometimes if I like waited an extra day, my hair would be greasy. Like who cares? Get over it. It happens. It's natural. I remember them calling me and telling me like, you need a shower. Like your hair is gross. I can smell your hair. Like it smells disgusting. Like all of these things about how I don't shower and it broke me, you guys. I was so sad and I thought I was like doing something good for my, like I thought I was doing something good. I like my mom's a hairstylist. She would tell me you don't have to wash your hair every day. So I didn't. It was just so sad. Like I felt 
I felt gross. I felt disgusting because of like what they were telling me. So that had happened. And I remember one day sitting on the floor of my bedroom, just like how I am right now. Oh my gosh. So full circle. I was sitting on the floor and I was thinking to myself, this is kind of embarrassing, but I'm gonna say it anyways, whatever. One day I'm going to make something of myself. One day I'm going to make it big and I'm never going to talk to any of these mother efforts ever again. (laughs) This is so embarrassing. But I was like, I'm going to be so big that they're going to be begging to be my friend. (laughs) And I'm going to say, no, I'm not going to be your friend. You were mean to me. You suck. (laughs) That's what I was telling myself. And I mean, at the time, it made me feel better. I was like, I just have to make it through. I just have to graduate eighth grade, go to high school, and everything's going to be fine and dandy, right? Okay. So I graduate. I don't go to school with like most of them. Some of them go to my high school, but I hang out with some girls I went to grade school with that weren't in my group. So they weren't part of all that. Hang out with them. And I was like ready for high school. I'm like, I'm ready to move on go to high school. I was going to um, the same school as my brother. So I was like, my brother's going to protect me. I'm going to be great here. And my freshman year was good. Like it wasn't bad. There was on one occasion where I asked this boy to Sadie's. If you guys don't know what Sadie's is, it's basically where the girl asked the guy. And at my school, we went to Knott's Berry Farm for Sadie's. So I asked this boy and I was so excited because like I never talked to boys. I never had a boyfriend. I never had a thing with a boy like ever. So I was like super excited. I asked this boy. He said yes. So exciting. And then that week, a boy that was on the football team, I was friends with this other guy. He basically called me a Sasquatch. Sasquatch, you guys, because I'm 5'7". Yeah, he called me a freaking Sasquatch. And I just, oh my gosh, I was already not confident to begin with. I was this freshman with braces and like didn't know how to smile with my braces. I straightened my hair every single day for school. I wore makeup every single day because I was so self-conscious. I just had no like confidence in myself. And for a boy to call me a Sasquatch, I was devastated. I already knew that like, I already knew like no boys liked me. I had never like had a thing with a boy at all. No boys liked me. So for like a boy to say yes to me to go to Sadie's, I was like all giddy, like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be so much fun. And then for that to happen, I was like, that hurt. So that had happened. The boy ended up apologizing, but you know, I had to get over it. Junior year, I made cheer and I was actually first put on the JV squad and then I was able to like prove to them that I can be on varsity and I was moved up to varsity, which was great. And then I started to make more friends that were on the cheer squad. I started to feel like I belonged. I was honestly thriving. I became even closer to Joelle because she also made the cheer team or she made song. Joelle had been my friend since fifth grade. She had also gone to grade school with me and we had always been friends, but we weren't like the closest ever, but we'd always kind of be in like the same friend groups. And this is when we got like very close. Then there was another girl in our friend group that we also became very close with. And this was like the first time really where I 
felt like I was actually in like a good, like true friendship where we really, really cared for each other. And although I had these great friends and I was hanging out with more people and it was great, senior year was amazing, I still wasn't confident in myself and I still did like I still wasn't loving myself in the way of like doing what I wanted I still always fell back on like I I wanted to fit in with these people so I went to parties and I had fun at these parties you know but I never felt like I like always wanted to be there like this was just the plans that we always made and like I had fun at them and I'm around my friends and like that's great but like really if like my friends weren't there like I wouldn't be there I didn't really want to be there I would get so anxious before parties so I still found myself kind of wanting to be like my friends not copying them in a sense but like just following along with what like they were doing parties and going out and like staying up late and doing this and that. My grades started to slip because I was going out so much and I did not do very well my senior year, like my second semester senior year. And I'd always done super well, you guys. I was always a pretty good student. So for me to get like C's and stuff was just so unlike me, out of character for myself. Then I started dating Ethan. This was my, this was the second semester of my senior year. I was still like going out with my friends and stuff like that. But when I was around Ethan, he brought out the best parts of myself. Like he brought out who I truly was and what we did together, like going on little adventures to like the beach and different coves and trying new foods and stuff like that. I was enjoying so much more than when I was going out and like being at parties and stuff like that. Like he just brought out the best parts of me and made me realize like what I really wanted to do. And when we first, like when he asked me to be his girlfriend, this was around in July, I made a big decision in my life and this is where everything kind of changed. I was just about to start college. I made the decision to kind of separate myself from my friends at the time and that was to focus on myself and just like find who I really am. I didn't feel like myself like I didn't know who I was up until this moment like I said before since middle school I had always kind of been like following other people and what they were doing and wasn't really having like an opinion for myself like what do I want to do do I want to be going to these parties do I want to be doing something else do I like this do I like that like who am I and this is like I felt like I was going through a midlife crisis at 18 years old. Like it was crazy. I was starting school. I was like, I'm going to get good grades. I'm going to focus on my studies. I'm going to focus on myself. And that's exactly what I did. I would say what I did was selfish. I totally cut off my friends. And at this moment now, I regret how I went about that and just like not talking to them. At the time, I was really bad at talking about how I feel and didn't tell them why I wanted to do what I was doing and like focus on myself. I just stopped talking to them, which is not right. It's like your best friends should know what is going on with you 
and should know like what your plans of going about this are. So that was wrong of me and doing in that sense. But the separating myself from everyone was completely necessary. And I'm very glad that I did that. Just focus on me. My first semester of college, I got straight A's. I was so proud of myself. I was thinking like, I feel more like myself. The next year, I started to feel very, very lonely because I didn't have any friends. And that was my fault. Like I cut everyone off and I didn't really make friends like in college yet. Although I was finding myself and spending a lot of alone time with myself, I was like feeling so alone. The next year was the hardest year with my mental health. And that was partially because what I was doing and isolating myself, like the purpose of that was to find who I really am. And I wasn't I wasn't going about it in that way. I was isolating myself, but focusing on like school and focusing on my relationship and doing all those things. But I wasn't thinking of like, what do I want? Like, yeah, I want a good grades, but like I made school my everything. And all I was doing with school when I would come back home, all I would do is watch YouTube videos and really wasn't like taking care of myself. And if you guys listened to my last episode with with my health and fitness journey, I was eating bad too and I wasn't working out. So all like that all added together and that summer I had my lowest point in my mental health basically. It got so bad until one day I was watching a YouTube video. The girl was talking about her anxiety and her anxiety story. The girl said, this too shall pass. This quote got her and still gets her through her anxiety and I took that with me and I wrote that down and I put it in my drawer and I said like whenever I'm feeling anxious I'm going to look at this paper and I'm going to repeat this over and over again this too shall pass this too shall pass I will get through this and that quote still sticks with me today it's like the most like powerful set of words that I have heard whatever it is This too shall pass. You are strong enough to get through it. You can trust yourself to get through it. There's so many meanings behind behind it to me. And that motivated me to really do what I was meaning to do in all of this. Do what I want to do. After that, I made it a mission to figure out what I like to do. Like what made me tick? What made me happy? And I started going to coffee shops, trying new coffee places, spending time with myself, taking myself to go eat, like spending a lot of alone time, but like purposeful alone time. Do you know what I mean? Like not just like watching YouTube videos and watching Netflix and relaxing like that, like going out and seeing what I really like to do. There's nothing better than like hanging out with yourself and like you can do whatever you want to do. Like you don't have to worry about what the other person wants to do. Like if I want to go thrifting and I want to go thrifting for like three hours, like I can stay for three hours. I don't have to worry if someone else wants to go home. Like, no, I just found, I just fell in love with hanging out with myself. And through that over time, I started building up the courage to 
start my YouTube channel. I've been thinking about this since sixth grade, you guys, but obviously I was never confident enough to put myself out there like that. Being with Ethan as well also built my confidence and he really pushed me to start and really gave me the like encouragement that I needed to start and so did my mom once I told her. Both of them gave me like the confidence to like put myself out there and also with this time that I spent with myself, figuring myself out and really truly knowing that like this is what I want to do. December of that year, 2017, I post my first YouTube video. She is not up anymore, so don't you dare go look for it because you won't find it. Um, But like my first videos, I was so like, I was still not confident, just like in front of a camera, obviously, like that's just odd. Slowly over time, I became very comfortable. I'd say it took me about like seven months to be comfortable in front of the camera. I was just like nervous on like who was watching me and... I like did not talk to anyone from high school really, like maybe three people. I was just nervous on what they were going to say about me and all of that. But over time, I had to think to myself like, why did I start this in the first place? It's because I love YouTube. Who cares about all these other people? I don't even freaking talk to them anymore. So I slowly started to become more myself on camera. And like, look at us now. Like now I will share literally anything with you guys. I slowly started to trust myself more and found my love for creativity and making videos and editing and thinking of ideas. And slowly through that, I found my style and how I like to dress and my favorite colors, like my own favorite colors, my own favorite TV shows, my own favorite movies and things that I personally like and aren't basing my opinions on other people that I used to do for most of my life. I became confident enough to put my own opinions about things out there and not care what like other people are going to say about them. Like that's just what I think about products or clothes and this is what I like. I like neutral colors and I like true crime podcasts and true crime TV shows. I like watching mukbangs on YouTube and I am like confident in myself now to like say those things out loud. Like I don't care if people are like, you like hearing about murders and you like watching people eat? Like, yeah, that's just what I enjoy. And if you don't like that, then that's fine. Go do what you like to do. But I'm going to be over here doing what I enjoy. And years ago, I would never like say that. I would just be like, oh, oh, you don't like, I don't like that either. I don't like accept me, you know? That's how I would think. I just wanted to be accepted. I just wanted people to like what I was doing. And now I'm like, I don't care. You have to be confident enough in yourself and trust yourself enough that like what other people are going to say about you isn't going to affect you. They're only seeing this small portion of your life. Who is with you 24-7? Yourself. You know yourself better than anyone else. And I found that out from spending so much time with myself, purposeful time with myself, finding out who I am and now doing what I love to do. And I'm confident enough to share that with other people. I'm confident enough to sit on this podcast and like tell you how I feel and just talk. Like I would never do that before. I'd keep my opinions to myself. I wouldn't try to stand out in any way. I still don't like having a lot of attention on myself, but I'm still like confident to put my words out there. 
And whoever wants to hear them, like, here they are. You know what I mean? It's through spending the time with myself and acts of self-care that have brought me to the point that I am today. I want to go through all of the acts of self-care that I did for myself to obviously truly care for myself and truly love myself and appreciate myself for doing those things for myself. Count how many times I just said myself. In those acts, I started to really appreciate like who I am and what I'm doing. Some of you might ask me like, but why did you cut off all your friends? Like, why couldn't you be with your friends while doing all of this stuff? I guess the simple thing to say here is that I believe Aristotle said this, all relationships are based on self-love. You can't put yourself out there to other relationships, give to other relationships when you aren't giving to yourself as well. I felt like I was putting a lot into my friendships and into like trying to be like my friends and trying to do what they wanted to do and wasn't giving to myself. It has to start at the base layer of you and you can't keep giving and giving in all these other places, all these other places or else you're going to be stuck with nothing. It all starts with loving yourself. You are giving yourself the type of love that you deserve. And once you get into a relationship, you're you're not going to let things slip by. You're going to know what you deserve. You're going to know your worth. And also, you treat others the way that you want to be treated. So if you are loving yourself and treating yourself with tenderness and care and, and kindness, then that's what you're going to be giving to others. If you are hating on yourself and putting yourself down, that's going ref- to go on to others as well. And you're just going to be mean to others. You're going to try, some people may try to make others feel the way that they're feeling and bring them down. But in this way, you're going to lift them up and you're going to treat them with the type of tenderness and care that you are treating yourself. You have to be your own best friend. And this means you have to have like engagement with your own character. Being your own best friend means giving yourself like giving yourself a good shake when you become like a little too comfortable in situations or if you're getting a little lazy. You have to like get yourself back. You have to you have to know when you are kind of slacking and telling yourself, you know, like, no, this isn't you. You got to get yourself back on track. Being your own best friend means, you know, when you are starting to feel anxious or doubting yourself, like you are going to be able to recognize those things because you know yourself now. It also means trusting people to know like that they have your best interests at heart. And when you can't see yourself for who you truly are or love yourself for who you truly are, you're not going to be able to see the reality of the people around you if they have your best interest at heart and the best intentions with your heart. It is true that your friends are like moral mirrors and they reflect back to ourselves. And there was a time where I was kind of just like letting whoever be my friend, like whoever wanted to be my friend. But your friends reflect back on you. So you want to let people into your life that are going to lift you up and are going to inspire you. You learn from your friends and they may have like um, virtues that you do not have before, but over time you might like 
catch on to. And you want those to be good virtues. And it's okay just to be like, you know, this person, their virtues just don't line up with mine. I just can't have that in my life anymore. It's it's okay to say that. It's okay to be honest with yourself and know what you deserve and the type of people that you want in your life. So like I said before, we're going to get into um, all the self-care things that I would do. I feel like people think that self-care is like, you know, face masks and hot baths and skincare. And although all those things are very, very nice, like they're amazing, it can be done in so many ways. That's uh, not just doing stuff for you, but it's also for your soul and your body and just all in different ways that are for you. For me, self-care starts with being honest with myself and asking myself, you know, how I'm feeling. Why am I feeling this way? And then that gets me to what I can do to relieve this stress and actually care for myself. So it's really like talking to myself and being honest and trusting myself, then I can be like, this is how I'm feeling and this is what I'm going to do about it. Not just like wallow away and like not confront the problem because then I'm just going to be like pushing it under the rug, pushing it under the rug and it's going to result in like the anxiety attacks that I was having before. Not like being open about what I was feeling. I would do things like writing down how I was feeling and what I'm grateful for. That's a huge thing that I do now. Like at night, at the end of my day, write down what I'm stressing about, what has happened, which is what's on my mind, even if it's not stuff that I'm stressing about, just like what's going on. And then I'll write what I'm grateful for. And this will make me like, after I write down what I'm grateful for, I will look back at what has been stressing me, what's going on. And it'll make me realize I have all of these things to be grateful for. Why am I worrying about these small little things, these small little stresses during the day? I am okay. Like I am good. Next thing is getting fresh air. That's a huge thing for me. Going on a walk, sitting outside with some coffee or a snack. This is like taking a drive and putting music on or putting a podcast on, driving and going, getting some coffee, some matcha. Obviously everything like (laughs) leads back to coffee or matcha for me. That just is like my favorite thing to do. And like I said before, like that is probably the first thing that I found out, like what I really like to do by myself and for myself is taking myself on a coffee date. It's just so nice. Another thing could be just like laying in bed, watching a movie, or even just like sitting in silence with some or some meditation music on. There's so many different things to do here that it just like ground yourself and reset yourself. Another thing could be FaceTiming friends or FaceTiming family. That really helps me feel more grounded and gets my mind off of a lot of like stresses that are going on. I take self-care as a reset that I just like get back in tune with myself with what I want, what makes me happy, not anyone else in this moment, just me. That brings me back to is self-care selfish? Yeah, the self-care is selfish in some ways, but this isn't in a way to make anyone else feel bad or be against anyone else or do anything hateful towards anyone else. All of these things that I just mentioned aren't like putting anyone else down in any way, but be honest and be like, I, I need to like reset. Like I need time to myself and then do these things. Paint your nails, watch a movie, go on a car ride, or just like do stuff that you like to do and 
tune in. Tune in to yourself. Sometimes you have to be selfish if you're giving to everyone else and then like what are you left with? If you're giving to work, school, chores, helping your mom, helping your dad, helping your friends, where is the time left for you? That's what you need and that's what you need to find. And you'll know when you need it or when it's time for self-care. And you may have to like schedule it in if you have a very, very busy schedule. I'm not saying, oh, drop all your things right now and like go watch a movie, <laughs> like go take a bath. Like that's, you don't have to do that. Like tell yourself, okay, I'm starting to lose like focus a little bit. I just need a little self-loving, you know, then be like, okay. Wednesday night, this and this is what I'm going to do. And we're just going to reset a little bit. Or tonight, I'm going to schedule off five minutes and I'm going to write in my journal about what I'm feeling. Or tomorrow before I go to work, I'm going to get myself that coffee and I'm going to listen to my podcast on the way to work. I'm going to listen to this playlist on the way to work. Like there are all those little things that you can do. It doesn't have to be a whole self-care Sunday, you know, although those are nice and highly recommend. It doesn't have to be all of that. And now, like through doing all of those things over time, like I love my self-care, you guys. I love my alone time. I love being by myself. I love taking myself to Target and walking around by myself, getting my matcha and like being alone. A lot of the times my dog is also with me, but like you kind of feel like you're still alone, but he's very nice company. I like going to coffee shops and just hanging out, like things that I never used to do. But I just started to and really took that time to reflect and learn about myself and do things for me. I want to talk about friendships. I kind of started with like, I'm going to talk about friendships and then like kind of drifted off into all different directions. But let's bring it back to friendships. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I feel like people may think that YouTubers have a lot of friends. And I mean, that's what I thought since like sixth grade. I always looked at YouTubers like, they have all these people following them and they are just loved by everyone. And like, they have so many friends. They're always hanging out with people. And I feel like you guys know that I don't have a lot of friends just because I'm very open about it, obviously. And I've, I've been vlogging a lot. So, you know, like I really hang out with two people, my two best friends. I do want to talk about what happened in December, January. Two of my friends, both of them ghosted me. And I just want to be really honest with you that like, I'm telling you this because this broke me. I felt like I was going through, like, two breakups at once. Like, people say, you know, breakups are hard, you know, with a significant other. Friendship breakups are so hard, you guys. You go through all of the stages, you know, like, being angry, being sad, hating them, like, all of them, grief, everything. I would, like, reach out to these people, but I was either getting no response or, like, one word responses and neither of them told me like what was up what was going on so I was like you know I found myself doing things for these people reaching out to them you know asking them how they are but not getting the same effort or energy back in the friendship I had like two or three weeks where I wasn't going anywhere because I was so upset about all of this I was like these are supposed to be my best friends like why aren't they talking to me then I was like, I have to put my effort and like energy somewhere else because I feel like I, I'm putting it into these friendships and I'm getting, I'm getting disappointed and I'm getting upset over this. So I started putting my energy into my work and into myself again. I had a conversation with my mom 
that was one of the most like important conversations I have ever had that left like such a big impact on me. She basically told me, people come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And once you figure out which one it is, you will know what to do which, with each of those people. I was getting disappointed because I was trying to force these friendships beyond their purpose. I was trying to force these friendships as like, you know, we are always there for each other. We are like in it like for the long run, you know, because I have so much love for these people. Like, obviously, I see us being friends like forever, but I wasn't looking at it as like, what kind of friendship is this? Are you going to be there for me all the time? Because I know now that those friendships were just here for a season. They were here for a time in my life and I did learn from them. I learned a lot from those friendships, but we have grown apart and I have peace in that. Since I had this conversation with my mom, I have peace in it. This is a time in my life where I don't have a lot of friends. I have two amazing friends. So I still have times where I feel like, you know, should I have more friends than I do? Is it like weird that I only have two friends? Like, does that mean that like not a lot of people like me? Those are obviously all thoughts that I have. And I feel like a lot of like thoughts that you guys have too. Like I said, I just look at it as like, this is a time in my life where I don't have a lot of friends. And this is a time where I guess I, I'm going to learn something from that. And I'm learning the true like meaning of friendship and what true friendships are. The two friendships that I have right now like are the closest friendships that I have ever had and I hold them very very dear to my heart because out of everyone that I've known in my life, these people are teaching me what true friendships are and I'm very very grateful for that. I have absolutely no hard feelings for people that I was friends with in the past and we just aren't friends with I'm um, we're just not friends anymore because you know some of them were just because we had different interests we just didn't click some of them were we just grew apart and you know we're just doing our own things that just you know aren't connecting at this point in time but I'm always gonna have love for them so in that way you have to know where each of these friendships stand and where their purposes were. I have been talking for way too long and I don't even think I have time to answer questions, but I'm going to answer just a couple for you guys because I got a lot on Instagram and we, I, I just need to talk about them. But like we haven't talked for over a month, you guys. So this, this is long overdue. I kind of expected this a little bit, but if this podcast is two hours, I apologize, but also like, I feel like we're having fun here. Are we not? fake friends and how to distance yourself from them. You have to do the like slowly weaning yourself off, like slowly distancing yourself from them. Just over time, you guys are, you know, doing your own thing. And that is that. I mean, obviously with like your best, best friend, you're going to want to be honest with them and tell them like how you're feeling and see if you guys can work that out in that way because if you guys have been through that much you should be like honest with each other but with those like other just like little friendships just kind of like you know slowly we're just not as close as like we used to be 
that is what's like kind of worked for me. You know, someone just like isn't good for you. You're not going to flat out tell them like, you're not good for me. You can't like attack them in that way and be like, you, 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 you have to tell them like, this is how, this is how I'm feeling in like this situation. But other than that, like in certain like friendships, you kind of just have to be like, I'm gonna like go this way. I'm gonna like distance myself for a little bit. And over time, it's just naturally like we're just not talking as much as we used to. And that's that. No hard feelings, no yelling at each other, none of that. That's like really not necessary. Next is tips on getting over lost friendships. So, as I said before, I feel like a lot of things are just about where you put your energy into. So if you're putting your energy into this friendship, then you're putting your energy into like mourning over this friendship, friendship, then you just have to put your energy other places. Focus on other things that you want to do. Like when I was trying to get over these friendships, I was just putting more um, work into my work and into merch and into doing things that I like to do. And then you're going to be so like occupied over those things that you're not really going to think about these friendships or these like hard times that you're going through. And you're just going to be like preoccupied in like other places, but also like give yourself the time to get over those things and like really deal with them. Because if you're just like pushing them under the rug, you can grief, like grief over the friends, cry about them, deal with them, but like get a game plan and like what you're going to do. Like I'm going to focus on myself here And then like over time, you know, we're just gonna, we'll get over them. It'll happen, you guys. I believe in you. How to become more comfortable with yourself and being alone. So as I said before, I just want to like, I I already addressed this, but I want to like directly say that a lot of people have said like how to become more comfortable with yourself and just like hanging out with yourself. And it's really just like doing things that you want to do and taking that time to self-reflect and like plan things out for yourself like plan little days plan what you're gonna do it might be kind of weird at first because it totally was for me I like got anxious when I hung out with myself like when I was alone with my thoughts but over time you actually find the like peace in it and you're kind of like why am I like hanging out with other people when like hanging out with myself is like so cool like I love myself like I have I have lots of fun with myself so you it's it's slowly over time where you become more comfortable but just like do things that you want to do and make yourself happy so you guys that is everything that I wanted to talk to those are all the questions everything these are three like very big subjects, friendship, self-love, finding yourself, like huge things. So that's why that's why this episode is so long, but they really all like tie in together. So it was important to talk about them all together. I hope that you guys enjoyed listening to this podcast. I hope that you found some things helpful or anything. Please, you guys, if you can go um, follow the latest podcast on Instagram, and um, leave me your feedback over there. I want to know you, what you guys think about today's podcast. If you have listened all the way to the end, oh my gosh, God bless you. Um, but just let me know. I really enjoyed talking to you guys today and I'm so glad to be back and recording these for you. I have a lot of more ideas coming up 
on episodes to record. So I'm very excited about that. But thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I hope that you are doing amazing and taking care of yourself. Please go check out the links that are in the description of today's episode to go see how you can help with the Black Lives Matter movement on my Instagram at at underscore Lindsay Ray. Oh my gosh, I forgot my username for a second. But I have a lot more resources and information on Black Lives Matter there. I have a story highlight. So lots of information, lots of stuff. But I love you guys so, so much. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye. (laughs) 